Now this one is a special dedicator to the bicycle man, the man. Especially to a man, seven man gang. Easy Papa and Devan. Love the name Jody and Michael. Love the bicycle man, love the bicycle man, burn them in the name bicycle man. Welcome to Bike Life Radio, where we go out in the world with a recorder and we talk to people about their bikes and their lives and we play bike music. I'm Kai Plaskon of the Trekkie Meadows Bike Alliance, bikewashow.org. Hundreds of people in Reno gather the first weekend in April every year for Scally Cat. That's what this event is called. It's a, it's a wild 24 hours of insane challenges where the cops often show up. Uh, we have a secret interview about this event. Before we get to all of that, let's uh, uh, talk about the world bike news. In the United States here, are e-bikes motorized vehicles? Well, the Forest Service says yes. There's a motor in there, right? Uh, in March, the service issued directives calling them motorized vehicles and making some criteria for how to designate trails for e-bikes, uh, trails where motorized vehicles are, are not currently allowed but could potentially be allowed for e-bikes. Hey, did you hear about that truck convoy that uh, closed down parts of Canada earlier this year? Well, when a similar group, a similar truck convoy, went to Washington, D.C. to try and cause gridlock and protest and stuff, a single bicycle rider uh, foiled their whole big truck plan. The truckers call themselves the People's Convoy, and they're opposed to COVID-19 vaccines and public health policies. And this cyclist got out in front of these huge trucks, and he slowed down the whole convoy uh, just by casually pedaling along like he wasn't trying to go fast or anything. He was trying to go really slow in front of this big line of trucks. The Daily Beast caught it all on video as these angry truck uh, drivers were leaning on their horns, uh, super frustrated behind him, and the, the biker didn't even look back. He just kept riding nice and slow right in front of these giant trucks. Hey, have you ever uh, broken down in your car and called AAA? You, you know you can do that, right? Well, you can also do that on your bike now, too. They're going to pick you up and take you to where you want to go if your bike breaks down, right? They're still not advanced enough, though, to fix a bike or change a flat tire, though. <laughs> Speaking of AAA, uh, they recently did a survey that got the TV news stations really excited. The survey found that 59% of Americans say they will change their driving habits because of gas prices. So now TV stations around the United States have gotten really excited about this and they're doing stories about how more people are riding bikes to save money on gas. Like, the, like this was just discovered or something. Go TV news! Yes. <laughs> and now in world news, 193 members of the United Nations General Assembly adopted a resolution stating that the bicycle is a tool for combating climate change. The resolution was proposed by Turkmenistan, of all places, and it passed unanimously. The resolution calls on members to integrate the bicycle into public transportation in urban and rural settings in developing and developed countries. So the bike as a tool for combating climate change, the world agrees. Uh, if you think that you have uh, given away a lot of bikes over the course of your life, well, think again. Uh, uh, Chicago-based World Bicycle Relief has given away 635,000 bikes, 635,000 bikes since 2005. They were given away in Zambia, Zimbabwe, Rwanda, Kenya, Malawi, Colombia, and Sri Lanka. They say bikes make it possible for doctors to see 88% more patients in some of those countries. Why? Because doctors in those places ride bikes to visit patients. And so they can visit a whole lot more patients if they have a bike, right? Also, they followed 2,500 girls who they gave bicycles to, and they found that absenteeism at school decreased by 28%, dropout rates decreased by 19%, and punctuality increased 66%. Finally, remember that Bike Month is in May, just a month away. Check with your local bike groups to find out what they're doing and consider volunteering. 
That's it for bike news. In just a minute, we're going to hear uh, the first interview ever about the secretive bike event that is pure anarchy, Scally Cat. It happens the first weekend in April each year. Before we get to that, let's listen to Orbit Bike Song. Kelsey, won't you come out to play? I got my bicycle today. My father bought it for me. He said it cost him money. He's got a man in China who said he gets him cheaply. It's got a magic candle. It's got a chrome defender. It's got a sprocket card and it's got some superpowers. What a pretty bicycle, she said. I want one just like that. What a pretty bicycle, she said. I want one just like that.
That was Orbit, Bike Song. Me, 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 me. Every year, the first weekend in April, hundreds of people grab their bikes and compete in a totally unorganized 24-hour bike extravaganza in Reno, Nevada, and it's called Scally Cat. It's kind of secretive because bike laws are often broken, so they don't like to talk about it a whole lot. And But just before the event, uh, we were lucky enough to find a guy who's going to participate, and, he, and he's participated before and uh, told us a little bit about it. Yeah, I met uh, participants that have come from the Bay, Portland, Washington, D.C. Um, there's even one guy that flies over from Europe. I think he's done it, I don't know, a handful of times now. Huh. So and You don't really want to talk about who you are, though, right? Why? Uh, like, you have you, you participate or what? Yeah, I, I would say I'm an enthusiastic participant and supporter of the event. And um, I don't know, I like to keep myself uh, cloaked in mystery. Uh, the, the ride is somewhat cloaked in mystery, right? you're kind of like the ride yeah yeah it, it certainly has sort of a underground feel to it right it's it's advertised mostly through uh, word of mouth um, and you know if you know you know otherwise um, there's good luck finding it yeah and so scally cat is is what uh, describe it for me so scally cat is it's an alley cat race which um, originally began as a way that um, bike messengers would sort of challenge each other um, to sort of how well they could navigate the city um, or move things around town. Um, and this has sort of developed to um, a more wild version of that that lasts 24 hours where um, you show up at noon on Saturday and you're giving a bu- given a book called The Bible. And that has 20 or 30 pages of different activities you can do or places you can go um, and try and do these activities to earn points over the next 24 hours. Huh. Uh, how many activities are in this kind of thing? Uh, five to five hundred to seven hundred. What? Maybe. Yeah. Um, and they who comes up with so many things? Uh, I think it's just like a bunch of guys in ro- in a room and guys and gals in a room just kind of thinking about oh like what would you know what if someone rode their bike on top of this or like what if you were to go here and you know move this and it's just mischievous people who are maybe a little too clever for their own good. I heard uh, that riders once went to like a roundabout in Sparks and just rode around in circles stopping traffic until the cops showed up. <laughs> I haven't heard that. Um, I've seen there's they've, they've done moving concerts where you're just riding and this U-Haul pulls up in front of you and the, the back slides up and there was a metal band in the back just jamming out. And uh, yeah, so it's, it's all kinds of things. Huh. This Bible thing, does it get bigger and bigger every year? Um, I think it stays sort of consistent. Um, I've seen sort of a stack of old ones from ex-participants. And usually, yeah, they're, they're typically about the same amount of length just because it, it gets hard to sort of filter through all the pages and make an organized plan about what you're going to do. Huh. And speaking of, like, Bibles and religion and things like that, there was an event here you were telling me about or something happened here at 40 Mile, right? Yeah, so um, every year, uh, Scally Cat has a theme. And last year, the theme was uh, cults. And so at cult the. Cult is in religion. Yeah, yeah, or, you know, <laughs> blindly following some leader. And um, they were doing. Of which there is none with Scally Cat, right? <laughs> yeah. yeah, no leader. Um, and they were doing uh, milk baptisms to sort of get things started off. It organized independently of the Scally Cat event. Um, tons of people to show up with milk and they filled up a, a kiddie pool full of milk um, to dunk people in and kind of wrestle around in and shoot squirt guns full of and it got gross fast <laughs> and and so it wasn't just that there was uh, there was other activity going on too right yeah like wrestling and squirting of guns uh-huh. um i saw some uh, butt brands happening they huh. had uh machined a, a large or not a large um, outhouse out of metal and they uh, got it all hot with a blow blowtorch and uh, they were pulling down their pants and burning each other on the ass and uh, yeah it smelled like burning butt and hair and um, yeah I, I so that was a good time for as a, as a watcher for sure like I don't know about if I would have 
enjoyed biking for 24 hours following, you know, getting a serious burn on me. Uh, oh, yeah. Uh, it was before the event had even started, right? Yeah, yeah. So they, they showed up independently and just were like, this is what we're going to do to get noticed by the judge, judges. So it's at times it's there's sort of a, a phrase, it's anything for points. So, you know, the Bible has a list of, you know, 500 things you can do. But if, if you have something that's also equally clever, like, absolutely, you're going to get noticed for that. We're talking to an enthusiastic anonymous participant in Scallycat, where hundreds of people uh, compete doing, doing crazy stuff on their bikes for 24 hours, and they take pictures and stuff. Uh, let's take a break. Here's a Broken Bicycles by Tom Waits. Broken bicycles, old busted chains, rusted handlebars. Out in the rain Somebody must have an orphanage for All these things that nobody wants anymore September's reminding July It's time to be saved Summer is gone, but our love will remain like old broken bicycles out in the rain. So we're talking to an anonymous uh, participant, an enthusiastic participant in Scallycat about uh, the event that happens in Reno the first weekend in April every year and uh, um, ab about how it happens and why it happens. And, and Bike Life Radio is a little bit uh, like, I don't know, I guess we like to think about our role of bicycles in our lives. And how does Scallycat fit in to our like, I don't know, our experience of life with bicycles. Uh, bikes are freedom. Um, and I think Scally Cat is just going out with your friends and kind of wandering around town and having an adventure in your own backyard, you know? Like, gas is expensive. Like, no one wants to go anywhere. And there's a lot of really awesome things to see in Reno and Sparks and Virginia City. So, yeah. And, uh, but uh, Scally Cat is particularly mischievous, isn't it? And uh, so the bikes permit us to be mischievous? Yeah, I mean, it's, I don't know, children love bikes, and I think it allows you to sort of reconnect with that, that inner child in yourself. Um, and, huh. yeah, despite, you know, maybe some people being a little bit more mischievous than others, like, it might be the only time some of these people get on their bikes this year. And, like, I think it's cool that, like, if this is what it takes to get someone out on their bicycle, like... Hell yeah. So that's why I like riding my bike. I feel like a little kid again. Uh-huh. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> right? That explains it, yeah. Um, <clears throat> is there alcohol involved in some of these? Yeah, yeah. I mean, there is alcohol, but it's not entirely debauchery, right? 
Um, I really think there are two tracks to winning Scally Cat. You can either party harder than anyone or you can bike harder than anyone. And uh, the team that won last year, they biked um, over 100 miles between midnight and 6 a.m. Um, wow. Yeah. That's a lot of cycling. They, and they kept track of it and stuff, huh? Yeah, yeah. Um, sometimes there's a, awards for longest distance or, like, most elevation gained. So um, some people record it on their phones with different apps like Strava or things like that. Wow. That's a, exciting. And, and uh, so... You're from Reno, uh, and uh, tell, tell us about your first experience uh, with, with Scally Cat. Oh, that was, a, that was a friend of mine. But, uh, yeah, so a friend of mine, he grew up here, um, and he was in uh, high school, I think, when he first did Scally Cat. And it was his, his sister that, that drug him out and said, you know, we're doing this, and, like, yeah, like, total bad influence and he was like okay and then he proceeded to go out and swim in Virginia Lake and get out to the island and then he showed up to school the next day and was telling like his friends about all these adventures he had and and no one believed him that just you know he was out all night long launching fireworks and throwing TP on things and yeah so (laughs) throwing toilet paper on things like what uh, the Reno Arch, I've heard, oh. is, uh, I don't know, like last year I, I was biking to work and I biked under the Reno Arch and it was just coated in toilet paper. Huh. Wow. Yeah. Interesting. All right. So if we see the arch covered in toilet paper sometime, we know what happened. Yeah. The, the, the rush on toilet paper is over and uh, I think all the hoarders are celebrating. Is there a theme this year? Yeah. It's uh, vacation. So we're calling it Scally Cat uh, Kittens in Paradise. Yeah. Huh. Have you, uh, do, are there some, some teams out there that, or do you have a team that has a name or anything? Yeah. So um, I've heard of side beaches. So I think they're kind of like, uh, yeah, beach themed. I don't know if they're just going to be like, oh, I forgot my towel at the beach or like, I don't know, um, or a bunch of trash or something. Or uh, I think there's a survivor themed team. I think there might be some like voodoo type stuff. So I think it's it's a pretty open theme. I'm pretty excited to, I don't know, do something creative for my team. Nice. Uh, it sounds really fun. Uh, and so can you describe some of the things that you've done in past years or things that you've heard of? Yeah. Um, I think there's a lot of cycling through buildings. Um, yeah. Huh. There's, uh, I've seen people biking through the casinos um, with differing levels of success for sure. Um uh, I definitely, we were up at Virginia City at 5 in the morning, I think. And then, um, yeah, it was so fun to cruise down, you know, the Geiger grade while the sun is rising and there's no traffic out there. Um, so that was pretty wild to see. And, you know, Virginia City was still swinging, you know, as soon as we got up there. Like, all the bars are still open. It, it seemed like a mini version of Bourbon Street. Wow. Yeah. So wait, you rode up to Virginia City? Uh-huh. In, in the middle of the night, yeah, because um, there were locations up there that were worth points. So, yeah. Oh, oh interesting. You see all that in the Bible. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and so it's up to you to go up there and prove you went there by taking photos and then posting them to social media. Huh. Mm-hmm. Uh, have you ever thought that maybe this should be, like, a sanctioned event in some way or another, or is is that, like, not in the cards i don't know it, it feels kind of countercultural to do it that way or against the spirit of it um i definitely see like how the organizers could be put under some sort of liability but at the same time like it is very much them saying like don't do any of this uh you know here's a list of hypothetical things for you to go and look at or consider but really the, the the morality of making these these decisions is on you um and so yeah i don't know i i really like the it's still kind of keeps that sort of punk vibe that crustiness that reno is i don't know traditionally maintained you know and and so you have to you're really relying on people uh who rely bike you know or, or who ride bikes as um a particular kind of person like somebody who is um, raw and and taking taking chances on their own and, and things like that, right? Yeah, I mean, there is some degree of accountability for your actions, you know? Like, if I run in front of a car on my bicycle, like, there's a clear winner, you know? The car is always going to win. 
Um, and, you know, I, I recognize that. I, I commute every day by bicycle. And um, I don't know, I, I grew up and my dad would always tell me, every car is trying to kill you. And, you know, it's, it's kind of a, a grim message. But at the same time, like, I don't know, you know, your fate is in your hands. Your destiny is, it's up to you. So, um, I don't know. And I, I see that very much with, the, with Scally Cat, you know. Do what you will. Is it fun? Oh, it's the most fun you can have on, you know. Yeah, the most fun you can have on two wheels? I don't know. <laughs> I'm trying to think, yeah. Most fun you can have in Lycra, but no one really uh, wears Lycra. No? What, what do people wear? I don't know. Um, costumes? I'm a fan of costumes, generally. We were dressed as witches last year. And, um, yeah, so we had little brooms strapped to our bikes. And uh, and then part of the the theme last year was cults, right? And so to prove that you weren't cheating, they made you carry around a cross. So you had to construct your own cross and then have that with you and have it in all the photos, right? So if you were to split up from your team, like, they would know because you didn't have the, the cross with you. And so, I don't know, it was the nicest I've ever been treated while on a bicycle, when we were dressed in silly outfits with crosses. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Yeah, yeah. So you anticipated not being treated well then. I don't know. I, I do a lot of road cycling, and so I, I wear the little outfit with the shoes and the tight shirt. And I don't know. I've had hamburgers thrown at me. I've been threatened to be, like, shot. And, like, I don't know. As soon as you put on a silly outfit, um, people are like, yeah, what are you doing? This is so fun. <laughs> so I don't know. Yeah, don't take yourself too seriously. It's... What did you wear last year? Um, I think I had some nice uh, cheetah print shorts and uh yeah the witch hat and then uh, a big shirt that just says daddy i think oh wow yeah. that's intense yeah. so have you thought about wearing that on a regular basis so that you don't have hamburgers thrown at you and be threatened to be shot as a cyclist like i want to like toe the middle right like because i like hamburgers you know and i get very hungry <laughs> when i ride but i don't enjoy yeah being uh-huh. you know threatened to be shot so yeah. yeah there has to be a happy happy medium right yeah maybe dress as the hamburglar This seems like a good spot to take a break, if any, and listen to some more bike music. Here's Leroy Troy, Bicycle Wreck. Talking to an anonymous uh, uh, supporter and enthusiastic participant of of Scally Cat, and uh, um, what uh, would you say that you've taken away from Scally Cat since you first participated? 
So Reno's the the biggest city I've ever lived in, um, which isn't saying a lot, but it, I don't know. Scally Cat makes it feel a lot smaller in a way that, um, you know, it's a, it's a tight-knit community of a lot of folks um, who, I don't know, you'll see them around town later on, and they'll remember you by name. And, like, and I think that's just so cool that, like, you can come together from, like, I don't know, super different walks of life and, I don't know, come party and ride bikes together and, yeah, look out for one another and, yeah. Huh. Yeah, that's a really interesting uh, aspect is that that lots of people of, of different, uh, I guess, backgrounds come together and, and might ride bikes, I guess. And, and, and you were saying that it's, in some cases, the first time that people have, have ridden their bike or the only time they would ride throughout the year, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, yeah, I don't know. And, I, yeah, I just think with, like, cycling and any sort of, I don't know, outdoor activity, you got to sort of look out for one another. Because, yeah, there are, there are dangers in anything you do, but um, the fact that, I don't know, yeah, there's just sort of a more raw connection you can make with people when you're not inside of a metal box. Huh, yeah, a car. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> That's the one, the metal box. <laughs> Have, uh, has somebody saved your life? <laughs> uh, not as Scally Cat. Well, maybe. I don't know. I feel like, yeah, you, I, I was maybe a little lost in the sauce from time to time, uh, and... You know, they sort of just sort of guided me. All I remember was, like, following a blinking red light for several hours. It was uh-huh. probably middle uh-huh. of the night, and wow. I was half asleep. And, uh-huh. yeah. Intense. Yeah. Wow. Uh, and so what was your first scally cat like? What did you do? Like, tell me about, about how you prepared and everything. Wow. So... I was still pretty fresh to town, and so there's a, a meetup party every year before it even begins. And I wandered down there. I didn't have a team. Was that where the milk thing happened here? That yeah. was a meetup party. A meetup right, party, right, right. yeah. So you were at a meetup party. And so I, I just showed up, and you know there was like a couple familiar faces, and you know I was asking around like, hey, do you know if like anyone? needs a teammate or whatever and I was like a complete unknown and so yeah I like just like found a team to ride with wait you didn't know anyone and you just found out where it was starting and wandered up to this crowd of raucous people (laughs) yeah yeah I was excited about it it was wouldn't you be like pumped to yeah Yeah. and they were totally welcoming and yeah they put me on a team and um Yeah, I, I proceeded to become, like, super good friends with, like, the folks on this team. Um, you know, yeah, we spent 24 hours together. Um, so, I guess conceivably somebody could come to Reno the first weekend in April and just ride around town looking for people on bicycles and ask to join them. Oh, absolutely, yeah. I think, yeah, I, I, I think they'd be welcomed with open arms. On that first ride, what kinds of things did you do? Hmm, let's see. Um, so it was the first time I saw the Erica Greif uh, Memorial Bike Path. Um, that was so cool. Um, I never knew that, like, Reno had all this, like, bicycle architecture, you know, around it or infrastructure around it. Um, let's I didn't see. know that. Where's that? What is that? It is a bike path that goes basically three-quarters around, uh, three-quarters of the way around Reno. So starting at, um, I guess, the Truckee River. It goes out to Sparks um, and then heads south um, on the yeah the eastern edge of Sparks and then all the way around to um, basically the base of the Geiger Grade, and it's yeah 30 miles of premium fresh bike path. Wow. Yeah. Ah, okay. I I know which one you're talking about now. All right, excellent. Right, and so what else did you do? <laughs> you, you want me to incriminate myself? No. <laughs> no. Uh, tell us about what you heard some other oh, people yeah. may have done. I'm trying to think. Um, someone may have ridden over the downtown bridge on Virginia Street. Uh-huh. Uh, Which was closed at the time, right? Or something? Uh, perhaps. I know there was a giant skid down one side of it. Um trying to think what else down that uh down the arch part of it arch part so 30 feet up in the air um they biked across the bridge and then locked up the back wheel and drifted down the backside. nice yeah um there was some informal criterium racing so they closed down a city block um and just put 30 cyclists on this block and made him race a handful of laps um so do you bring your nicest bike? 
No. Because <laughs> there are some inadvertent collisions, for sure. Um, there was, uh, it was like a dizzy race one year where uh, they were spinning people around, and the guy's handlebars twisted while he was riding and just plowed into a pile of bicycles. And, like, I don't know. He definitely hit the nicest pile of bicycles. Like, he was aiming, for sure. Maybe not the, on purpose. The softest yeah. bicycles, right? <laughs> Ooh, carbon fiber. Yeah. <laughs> Huh, interesting. So so you don't bring your nicest bike. What's your recommendation then to people? I don't know. I mean, the best bike is the one you have for sure. But um, I don't know. You know, I, I think, you know, you're riding for 24 hours. Having some squish in the tires really um, makes the wrists feel a little better. Um, so lower your tire pressure. <laughs> maybe, yeah. You don't have like 115 pounds in there? or Yeah, you could benefit from, yeah, really optimizing your tire pressure. Um, yeah. <laughs> All right. So you're thinking about, uh, how you, you, uh, manage your bicycle, but, um, <clears throat> like, would you say that a, a, a mountain bike is better or, or what? Um, I think you'd probably want the skinnier tires just cause you've got less rolling resistance. Um, I think there have been years where they've sent people up on P-Vine. Um, so I don't know. You got to be ready for anything, right? Wow. Um, huh. And, and so when you say that uh, they sent people up on P-Vine, is there like a large crowd? Um, I mean, I think activities can be encouraged by the level of points that they're awarded to. So if you know, if you said, you know, bike to the top of P-Vine and this is worth X amount of points, I think more people are going to be excited about it, right? So nothing is forced, but like if, if you are feeling competitive, huh. you might be, yeah, more... Did they have that ride to the top of Peabine? No, um, but there have been ride to the top of Mount Rose in April. Um, I've heard about people coming down, and it's just a sheet of ice. <laughs> you know, it's the middle of the night, and they decided they were going to ride up Mount Rose, you know, when it was still light out, and they get up there, and then it's gotten dark. And Wow. Yeah, yeah that's that sounds really nuts. Yeah. I, I've ridden up there in, uh, in Mar... Like, uh, two years ago, in at the start of the pandemic, I rode up there, and it was great. There was nobody up there, which was fantastic, <laughs> but it was really cold. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, I mean, that's part of the joy of biking in the middle of the night is there's no cars. You know, you own the road. It's just like a cool fantasy of what cities could be if there were less cars <laughs> and more bikes. So, so that's what goes through your mind sometimes when, when you're out there during Scally Cat is, you know, what the world would be like if there weren't as many cars yeah you know sometimes you got to have some insane thoughts to stay sane you know <laughs> especially you know yeah, into these long efforts so uh we're, we're talking to an anonymous uh person who's a, a really uh, uh enthusiastic supporter of scally cat and participant periodically uh, i think we're gonna grab another beer and then maybe chat a little bit more do you want another beer oh yeah and I'll, I got I'll buy it for you oh, thanks man all right let's do it <laughs> Let's take a break. Here's Robin Moore, Performance. I know you don't understand. How could I spend five grand on a bike? You think that's absurd. Well, there's only one answer. And there's only one word. It's performance. I don't think you understand. Riding with finesse is more than track stands. I got a word of advice for all of you hipsters. Go and get yourself some brakes and some shifters. I dropped two G's on my Dura Ace. Cat one race and now I'm setting the pace. My brakes are tuned up, I can stop on a dime. When I'm in the pack, I'm always holding my line. My bike is so light and dialed in just right. I got my seat raised to just the right height so I can pedal with efficiency. Don't mess with my cadence, I pedal to the beat. How you think I made this? It's all about performance, that's the name of the game. I pump up my tires and I oil my chain. Performance, that's the name of the game. And I always ride through the pain. All these hipsters think they're so tricky with a messenger bag on their back on a fixie. Pedaling quickly down the hills. Don't blow out your knees and take a spill. An anodized chain, cards in your spokes. How can you ride your pants or a joke? You can barely get your hands on your handlebars. Looking kinda shaky when you're weaving through cars. You think it makes you look like a courier. It really just makes you look girlier. Is that a steel frame from 1988? 
you might as well use it as an anchor weight. It's all about performance, that's the name of the game. I pump up my tires and I oil my chain. Performance, that's the name of the game. Carbon fork, carbon stem, and aluminum frame. <sighs> God, I gotta get a carbon frame. 24 7, I'm in nothing but spandex. Cutting through the wind, cause I'm aerodynamic. And when I slam it, it makes you look inert. Now I'm eating up hills like my name was Eddie Merckx. With my endurance, you don't stand a chance. My cardiovascular fitness level's right up there with Lance. Doing what I can to shave off the seconds. I shave my legs, my girl, she doesn't get it. I imbricate my skin, but I'm never doping. Electrolyte smoothies every morning for my focus. I smoke my opponents anytime, anywhere. You try to hang with me, I'll have you pedaling squares. It's all about performance, that's the name of the game. I pump up my tires and I oil my chain. Performance, that's the name of the game. And I never feel the pain. It's all about performance, that's the name of the game. I pump up my tires and I oil my chain. Performance, that's the name of the game. And I always ride through the pain. Let's go back to our secretive interview about a secretive bike competition with hundreds of people that happens every year in Reno, Nevada. It's on the first weekend in April. Uh, it's called Scally Cat. What else? Like, when, when you're thinking about Scally Cat throughout the year, what, uh, what comes to mind? What, what, do you, what do you think? Fireworks. Eating things, putting things I shouldn't into my mouth. Um, a sore bum and hmm, yeah, I don't know, I guess yeah uh, and and punk music, I guess <laughs> it has a very punk flight like feel to it for sure nice. you know um I, yeah I think scally cat's really all about stories uh, <clears throat> and having having a story to tell. Not necessarily a story to tell, but an experience, and then it turns into a story down the road. But uh, I remember back years ago, Scally Cat was happening, and uh, I told my daughters, I think I had a roommate at the time who was in college, and she was doing it, and I said, you know what, let's let's go on a ride. And so I, uh, I brought my daughters out, and one of them was like six, and she... I, I got this picture of her riding in front of this pack of uh, of really wild, drunk people, and she had this scowl on her face, like she was <laughs> gonna beat them all. And uh, and we rode to the top of this hill, to an abandoned building, and uh, I don't know what we were doing there, but eventually people started shooting off fireworks, and and your mention of fireworks reminded me of that. And then we all stayed there until the cops show up. Um, and then we rode away, and and so what? Uh, what do what what role do you see police playing in all of this? Boy, I don't know. I think maybe like riot control, <laughs> like maybe they can be sort of casually bystanding until something bad actually happens. Um, but I don't. That's, a, that's really good advice for police. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, casual observer. But uh, I don't know. Yeah, in years past, yeah, the, the cops have shown up and they aren't there to ruin anyone's night or, you know, next several months. They're there to just sort of keep the peace. And um, I don't know, up until this point, from what I've seen, the, the Reno Police Department has been very much, uh, a, 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 I don't know, a chill ally of the whole thing, you know, like nothing's getting destroyed public property wise and no one's getting arrested and having you know their lives ruined by you know certain things being added to their record so yeah that's a really good point uh that kind of speaks to the difference between bikes and cars is if you're going to go do some crazy stuff in a car you're really putting property and all kinds of things in the in lives in danger uh whereas if you're in a on a bike you're the only thing you're endangering is really yourself i guess right yeah, yeah, it's it's you know it's it's on you. Um, it's freedom. Yeah, and now that we've been talking about cops, they probably know and have it like on their list of things that happen that on the first uh, weekend in April that Scally Cat happens. And what do you imagine their <clears throat> their cop warning is is like to each other during their briefing? Like, okay, officers, <laughs> well, 
there's gonna be a lot of bikes on the road. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, we should we make up a, a code number like a, a two two for the the wheels or? Yeah, I, I don't know. Yeah, I think. Yeah, I don't know. I've, I've been stopped by the cops, and you know they say like. Just be careful. You make some people very angry. Oh. And, but, like, at the same time, like, they totally understand. Like, I, I, maybe they, like, have to do rotations as bicycle cops and kind of get it. Oh, there's bicycle. Yeah, so the are the bike cops out, too, during Scally Cat? I don't, I mean, I think they're out always. I don't, I mean, if it's a sunny day, they're going to put on their little shorts and bike around, right? They're being a on 911. So do they... Uh, but they don't come out on their bikes specifically for Cal- Scally Cat and participate in some way or another. Oh, that would be great, though, if they did. Yeah, would I you? would like to race a police officer on my bicycle. Yeah. I, maybe that could be part of the Bible. Maybe it already is. Ooh, wow. <laughs> <laughs> Who knows? You, you wouldn't know unless you looked, I guess, at the Bible, which isn't coming out until the weekend, the first weekend in April. And right now, uh, this is being recorded in uh, March, so we don't really know what might be uh on the in the bible yeah i mean you can you can look to old editions and sometimes things show up between years um you know there's there's a greatest hits from time to time that gets replayed so uh, do you know anything about like the history have you ever heard like how this all got started some 15 years ago woof I worry I'm going to butcher this but I'll give it a go all right all right so i think it was two dudes from uh, Sacramento, Mike and Mike, and they were somehow... Which already sounds made up. Yeah, right. and then there was a third one also named Mike, and um, yeah, and they would just come out and organize this thing, and I think it was just the two of them that put it on for multiple years in a row until eventually their lives got complicated enough that they decided they were just going to hand it off to the the following the year's winner. Yeah, mm-hmm. and then there was another Mike after that, yeah. yeah. <laughs> and... So is this done uh, in in other places that you're aware of? I'm beyond just like the the uh, the bicycle messengers. I don't I don't know if anything like Scally Cat exists anywhere else in the U.S. Um, and you can get at me if you think you've got an event that comes close. Um, I, I, yeah, I think it's insane to get 300 people to ride for 24 hours straight. Um, and also be, you know, drinking and doing whatever. So, um, yeah, it seems it seems unique to Reno. Huh. Wow. It's amazing that it's gone on for so long. Yeah, I mean, yeah, last count, it's it's at least 15 years of Scally Cat. Um, and it's, it's changed a lot, right? I, when they started 15 years ago, it was all done with digital cameras. And they would hand out, you know, you would bring your digital camera to the finish line and they would take out your SD card and go through every single team's, you know, photos. And it would take, you know, multiple hours to, uh, you know, categorize who would won. And now, now it's just all just posted directly online. So, Has anybody ever thought of, like, somehow, uh, like, putting something in the cloud? Or, like, what's the next technological advancement for Scally Cat? Oh, man, like, reading tags, for sure. Like, it should be, like, hashtag read the challenge and then apply points to that and then it would just be all automated and then yeah i don't know i think there would have to be some degree of like human inspection because i think you can fudge some of the challenges for sure so wow all right so just hashtags i think so yeah i think yeah there would just some sort of way to like automatically score points because it it gets exhausting i would guess yeah yeah to to be able to uh, assign them and all of that yeah, and you know, yeah, look at all these yeah photos coming in to your computer and. Do you so do you talk about this to to other people like out in the in the world when you when you go out and about? Yeah, um, I especially enjoy just like running into someone that looks familiar, like being out at a bar and being like, "Were you at, were you at Scally Cat in you know 2020? Were you were you the one that like lit that line bike on fire?" <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, that, that, yeah, that was me. <laughs> So. But, uh, speaking of, of Lime Bike, does Scally Cat have any kind of like, or do people have issues in general with like ride share or bike share or anything like that? I don't think so. I don't know. I feel like when Lime Bike existed in Reno, there were people that would participate on Lime Bikes, you oh, know? Wow. Like, yeah. Huh. I think it's people riding. Like, 
<laughs> I, I don't see how you could be against it, I guess. So the fact that, that Bird is coming to Reno with, with scooters, those people might participate in in Scally Cat in some way or another, maybe. Maybe? I don't know. Like, um, So Reno Bike Night is an event that happens every Wednesday, and it's a funny mix of, like, bicycles, scooters. I've seen a guy on one of those, like, one-wheel things with a, like, lazy boy balanced on it, and he's just, like, cruising down the street on it, and, like, I don't know, like, yeah. Come, I don't know, if you if we can form, like, you know, a critical mass, like, I don't know, I, I feel a lot safer in a group of a bunch of people outside of cars. Yeah, not in their metal box. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, I was... Uh I think a couple of weeks ago we went to uh, a, um, uh, a farmer's market in Oakland uh, for Bike Life Radio. And when we were there, a uh, lady was talking about how they had like a skating event on Fridays and a bunch of cyclists join it. And so then there's like this etiquette between everybody um, that is on bicycles versus skates and who's on the outside and who's on the inside. And those are things that have to be thought about. Um, this this etiquette. Do you, do you see any etiquette during Scally Cat? Huh. Yeah, I, I mean, I think there's a lot of just like accommodating to the lowest common denominator. Like, I think you can you can recognize that you know this person maybe needs a little more space, and you're not gonna buzz them or like mess around with them, right? Like, I, I think that because they're like a new writer or something. Yeah, maybe they're a little more squiggly than uh, the person who's you know completely naked, you know. Throwing. That happens? Never. <laughs> right. Uh, yeah. So, yeah, I, yeah, I think, yeah, the, the, the mischief can be directed at folks that can take it, right? You know, you know the people that can take a joke. And you know the people that are maybe fresher to cycling and are just looking to, you know, be a part of it. Uh-huh. Right on. Excellent. Very nice. Good, good etiquette. All right. Well, uh, anonymous uh, person who is uh, an enthusiastic participant in uh, Scally Cat in Reno, which happens on the first um, April, or first weekend in April of every month. Sorry, we've had a couple of beers. Uh, <laughs> yeah, not every month. Yeah, Is there any talk of expansion of, of Scally Cat ever? I don't know. What, what city do you think we should take over next? Yeah, I guess that was the point that I was asking you about it is like you talk to other people in other places about it and you were saying that it doesn't happen anywhere else. I don't know. I could see like the next movement of Scally Cat would be like Boise. It's like a clean, uh, I don't know, like a, a Christian Reno. And like I think we need to expand out into like the next closest thing that also needs to be a little bit like crustified. What if uh, a bunch of scally catters got together and went to Boise? I think that'd be brilliant, right? I mean, that's kind of how, I don't know. Yeah. Uh, Yeah. I mean, right? I think it was people from Sacramento coming over to Reno that originally, you know, propagated this. So Uh it's perhaps the next logical evolution of scally cat. Yeah. I hope I win this year. (laughs) What will happen if you win? So the winner is forced to organize it in follow in the following year. You're forced to. Yeah, yeah, or it won't happen at all. Oh man! <laughs> and it, but it's been a success so far. Yeah, somehow you, we've there there have been enough uh, enthusiastic people who are <laughs> willing to commit months of their lives to organizing the next Scally Cat. Is that what you've heard? It it takes that long to organize. I think so, yeah. I mean, like, some of these, these plans are so, I don't know, well-crafted that I, I can't imagine it just coming together in a week or so. so. Yeah, well, uh, thank you for doing this interview, and it's really shocking to me that you've been able to wear this black mask, you know, this entire time, the ski mask during our, our interview to protect your identity. I've had to off uh, a couple people, so. <laughs> <laughs> All right, well... Uh, Good luck this year, and I hope you win. Thank you. Yeah. Nobody can see the sh- the handshake there. <laughs> Anything else you want to add? Come, hey, out the- and ri- oh, come out and ride next year. Um, yeah, sorry you missed it this year. <laughs> and when is it again? First weekend in April. All right, right on. Is there anything that you that you wanted to say that you haven't been able to? Hmm. 
Mm-hmm. You're like, if I were ever interviewed on the radio, yeah. I would say this, even if it wasn't related to bikes. Or... Okay. Hi, Mom. <laughs> <laughs> Probably, like, that feels like something, right? Yeah. <laughs> yes. Yes. All right, well, I'll pause it then. Bicycle, tricycle, take me far. With my hands on your handlebars I can't be the homecoming queen For every boy that falls in and out of love with me I won't look back, I've been here That's it for Bike Life Radio. We record out in the field, never in a studio. The show is produced by the Truckee Meadows Bicycle Alliance, supported by the nonprofit bike shops Reno Bike Project and Kiwanis Bike Project. You can keep bike life going by donating to the all-volunteer Truckee Meadows Bicycle Alliance at bikewasho.org. If you get depressed, just remember what H.G. Wells said. Every time I see an adult on a bicycle, I no longer despair for the future of the human race. (laughs) And if you don't see somebody out on a bike, maybe that someone should be you. That's it for Bike Life Radio. I'm Kai Plaskon. Right on. To close out today's show, here is Curious Soundwave, the bicycle song. Like in November, autumn leaves are everywhere. Down by the river, I like to ride my bike down there. It clears my mind in bright. Sunshine and on these trails I glide down a hill and I am flying so relaxing as the ground is passing down below. My mind travels back in time when I was just ten years old. Short-sighted, or maybe a little simple-minded I don't need no gold or diamonds to have a good time It's such a perfect day I'm coming outside to play And yes, I know I'm turning no gray But I don't mind, I'm so 